Welcome to the Unapologetic Connections Podcast. We are spicing things up, having no podcast hosts, no scripts, and bearing it all completely unedited. We are a group of entrepreneurial women who believe in true, deep, unapologetic stories. Because life isn't always Instagram-worthy. Life is messy, unpredictable, and can rock you to the core. It's time to unmask and show all aspects of ourselves unapologetically. Let's come together, rock this thing called life, and support the heck out of each other. Because ain't nobody got time for the mask of judgment. Get ready to connect, share, and feel the unedited love of unapologetic connections. Welcome back, Connections. My name is Cindy Laguerre, and I'm one of the unapologetic speakers represented by the Unapologetic Connections Agency. Holy crap, that's a mouthful. And I'm proud to be introducing this week's episode brought to you by Nude Vodka Soda. (laughs) In addition to my work as a speaker, I'm a holistic health and wellness coach, and I'm so excited to be bringing a topic to the table this week. And the topic I want to bring is when it comes to health and wellness, what does the mind-body connection mean to you? And I want to start out with a question for everybody. So what does it actually mean to you um, when we put health and wellness together and we make that mind-body connection? Mel from Bliss Coaching. Thank you for that question, Cindy. Uh, I think the more I'm getting in touch with my inner self and being, I'm realizing that there's more of a connection with mind-body than I ever realized. I have kind of stepped away a little bit from the body connection, trying to get my mind healthy. And that has been my number one focus at this point is to get my mind healthy. And I feel like I'm finally almost there. It has been a rough couple of years for me. Uh, but I finally feel like healthy enough mentally to now step back into getting my body healthy. So I'm really excited for this next step of my journey. I was sharing with the girls before we started recording that in the last couple of weeks, something has changed in me. I feel lighter. I feel I finally feel like I'm showing up as who I am in this moment and it feels so fucking good. Yeah, I don't know what the change was. I don't know what happened, but my mind feels so healthy right now that I finally feel like I'm in a position where I can start making other changes in my life. I'm realizing now that there's more of a mind-body connection than I ever realized there was. So thank you for that question, Cindy. Cool. Thank you. Awesome. Uh, Haley, what does it mean to you? Mind-body connection. So I had a really, really difficult time kind of connecting the two. And I've only kind of recently, and when I say recently, the last like five years, five, six years, um, come to terms with them being connected. I always thought like body was separate and mind was separate. My whole life, my body was basically my mind. I struggled, like I only thought about my body and my body image and uh, where I was at with it, and it just consumed me. It actually became uh, something so consuming that it became an eating disorder. And it wasn't until I got my mind right that my body then just kind of flowed naturally with it. And it didn't matter if I was a size zero. You exactly. know what I mean? Yeah. It, it was great. I'm, I think I'm a size eight right now. I have no fucking idea, which is, that's even friggin' amazing to me. Yeah. So it doesn't it doesn't matter as long as I'm 
feeling healthy in my body, I'm feeling healthy in my mind, those two connected is just like pure bliss to me. It's amazing to have that feeling and uh, think back to maybe the times when I wasn't feeling that way and have this sense of like huge accomplishment with it. So thank you for bringing that up and bringing me back to that place. So now I can look back and be so grateful for where I am today. Right. Yeah. Perfect. Awesome. That's me. Kathy. Same question. Bucking in. Bucking in. (laughs) (laughs) Balancing energy. So I would say I struggled a lot. I think I probably spent from the time I was about 12 until probably six months ago, basically on a diet. Mm -hmm. So I would say, so again, like Haley, like the body mind connection was, was that for me. I always felt if I could just lose this or just be a certain list or whatever, then I would feel better. Um, And I don't know why, wherever that came from. And so I've just really realized that that is zero, not true for me whatsoever that when I'm in situations like we're in right now, having four great women together just talking and being authentic and real, that's when I feel really, really good about myself Mm -hmm. and I don't even think about my body. I'm not feeling like anyone is judging me for what I'm wearing, like my wrinkly summer shirt that I have on. Um, Or (laughs) mid-November. Exactly. (laughs) So I really realize when you're having real, raw, authentic relationships, Mm -hmm. which means in those moments meant being mentally, as far as I'm concerned, mentally well, that the other stuff doesn't seem to matter in the moment. I mean, yeah. yes, I'd like to be healthy and like to be all those things, but I know that um, when I'm feeling mentally well, my body sort of acts and responds the way it should, and I'm also not in judgment of it. Right. Perfect. Like that, Kathy. Yeah. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Do you guys? Uh, I'm gonna take off here. Do you guys feel like um, nutritionally, what you eat affects your mind? Completely. Yeah. Completely. Definitely. Like For Halloween sure. candy. that's the the sort of seems to be like the missing piece for people Mm -hmm. is we want to do some of the work and then we get in the the thought of yes our mind is right we we start to understand when our mind is right then our body comes on board but we're not getting the education around Mm -hmm. what it actually takes to um, nutritionally to make your mind successful as well but it's you know like you were about to say Haley with Halloween candy you know, how'd you feel after you had, you know, you know, no wonder kids are running around all crazy. And, ah! like, you just ate a pillowcase full of candy, right? Like, I know, I've done it. And then you're bouncing off the walls and, you know, the next day it's like, I feel like, shit, why? And then, oh, okay, well, I'm going to go to the gym. And have you guys ever done that where you've, you've felt like crap and then you're, oh, I'm going to go to the gym and beat the shit out of myself. Mm-hmm. When really, that's not the answer beating the shit out of yourself is not the answer, right? Getting straight in your mind, getting straight in your nutrition, the fitness will come later when you're mm-hmm. actually ready for it, right? Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. feel exactly. more prepared. You're not abusing yourself. You're rewarding yourself. Look what I can do. This is awesome. Mm-hmm. feels good to do it, not killing myself or beating myself up or punishing sure. myself because totally. I feel guilty, right? Yeah. You know, what, what happens when we do stuff out of guilt? Yeah, you, you can't maintain that over the long term is what I've realized. You can't hate yourself skinny. You can't hate yourself happy. You can't, it's just, it's not maintainable. I've come up from a background of not an eating disorder, but very disordered eating. And, and I think what I realize now is I turned to food as comfort at, you know, 
In society, food is connection. You get together for lunches and dinners and brunches and big holiday events and you celebrate you celebrate with food and you mourn with food and food has just been always a thing which turned me into having a very very fucked up relationship with food and I'm it's something that I still continue to work on because it had been had such a presence in my life for so many years that it's not something that you can just like make the decision to start eating healthy tomorrow. It's about making, I think, really small decisions throughout your days to get better and be better and show up better. For sure. It's baby, it's absolutely baby yeah. steps. And it's literally, in what I do anyways, it's figuring out what food actually works for you. For you. Because we think, you know, oh, it's healthy. The package says it's healthy. Yeah. It must be healthy when it's really not working for you. And the other part of that is when our mind is on board and when our mind isn't on board. Mm -hmm. When there's things that are stuck in our nervous systems and stuck in our subconscious mind. I'm a good girl if I finish all my food. My mm -hmm. mom's going to, mm -hmm. I get to go outside and play. Yeah. There's so many things, those underlying factors. I'm embracing the woo now. <laughs> there's so many <laughs> underlying factors that are influence what we actually put into our mouths, right? Like, you know, I totally. feel, yeah. Well, along so, with that is if you finish your dinner, then you, you get, get dessert. Yeah, right. Get so even if you're stuffing right. your face, but you're so motivated by the dessert, right. you're just, you're going to eat it. You just want it. Right. right. It's nothing to do with hunger. Exactly. And it's, it can, it can be any number of things where you're protecting yourself. You know, I know there's been different mm -hmm. people that I've worked with where, you know, there's been sexual abuse and all those kinds of things when you're literally protecting yourself and we start to do that inner work and it comes out and we clear some of that. It's a coping mechanism. It's a coping mechanism. Yeah. Absolutely. And then when you, when you clear it and you get through it, now what do I eat? So yeah. then we, you know, yeah. we need to figure that out too. And then, okay, going forward, how do I have a successful mind? Love what, it. what do I need to think about when I'm out, you know, especially going into Christmas right now, everyone's like, Oh, Christmas, we just came off Halloween, sugar yeah. fast, crazy, you know, going into, um, like social settings. Like how do you guys handle when you go for Christmas and there's a big dinner and you want to make good decisions? How do you make a good decision? Or is there a good decision? Or maybe, maybe you even decide that it's a holiday and I'm just going to enjoy, like I'm going to have a little bit of everything. Like maybe a one a good decision for one person is maybe different from for another sure. person. One person's good decision may be limiting calories and one's maybe, well, I'm just going to have what I want today, but then sort of get back on track on the healthy track the next day. So I guess that's sort of, Right. And it, you know, we can, I, I always jump all over the place because when we start to look at calories, again, that mm -hmm. takes us in a limiting thing. I can only have a hundred calories. Mm -hmm. When you look at a hundred calories of chicken versus a hundred calories of Skittles, they're doing totally two different things in your totally. body, right? Yeah. I want to do what's best for me. I don't give a shit what anyone else thinks because mm -hmm. grandma's going to say, eat the pie, just yeah. put one pie. And you're just like, for yeah. you. Yeah. I'm like, but it's I don't. It's your favorite. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Food pressured into yeah. it and you're like I don't want to eat that I don't want to eat that it doesn't make me feel good because mm -hmm. at the end of the day everything is like doesn't make me feel good like really well that's the question right yeah like in my family uh we're offered a glass of wine as soon as we you know walk in the door and we're not talking mm -hmm. about like a big turkey dinner like we're talking about hey, I'm just coming over <laughs> 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 you're not gonna okay. you to say. <laughs> yeah exactly and I like the other day I said no because I wanted to support my husband who doesn't drink and uh, I was looked at, is everything okay? Are you all right? What's going on? 
are you okay in your relationship? Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. You know, and it's like, holy I shit, I just don't want to have a glass yeah. of wine. <laughs> totally. Well, I even get from people when I go to things saying, well, you should just relax. You should just loosen up. I'm thinking, I'm loose. I'm relaxed. Oh, good. I'm actually yeah. having a good time. It's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So it's the, you know, that's, it's just getting your mind in the right order, being able to go there and be like, yeah, I don't want to, I'm not, I'm not drinking and be totally cool with it. Mm-hmm. Be yeah. totally okay with it. You don't have to eat the pie. You don't have mm-hmm. to eat the, unless you want to. Yeah. And then right. If you want to. Yeah. There's so many pieces there. I mean, there's the education piece, education on nutrition. And not only that, where do you start that? There's so many We've things been over out there. Yeah. Like, over educated. I've probably tried thirty different diets, like right. a million Fuck different things. Not only just like that, but then it's the like the mindful piece with mindfulness piece with it, and then the actual exercise itself mm-hmm. and what that looks like. There's it just seems like there's fifty thousand choices, and it's really overwhelming. Like, it's, what do you tell your clients, Cindy, if they ask you, like, I have zero where idea where to start? Yeah, we start with baby steps. We start with drinking more water. We start with one tiny thing at a time. <laughs> <laughs> and we look at, we really start to look, exercise is the last piece. And people actually get pissed off at me when they come mm-hmm. to me because I'm like, exercise, you don't need to go to the gym. We need to get your mind right because at the end of the day, you guys all know this, it's in between your ears. That's the only place anything ever happens mm-hmm. is in between our ears. So we need to get our mind right. What is your why? Why do you want to lose weight? And really, like, what's the weight that you need to lose? Mm-hmm. You know, we need to lose the weight of feeling shame. We need to lose the weight of feeling guilt. We need to lose the weight of I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy. That's where we sort of, you know, and then the weight literally starts to fall off of you mm-hmm. because then you're open to like, oh, I can go to a party and make a decision and not drink. I don't have to eat the pie. What the fuck? Like, really? Yeah. I don't have to eat the pie and I'm okay I've been with that. the pie that. for 40 years. Right. I've been <laughs> eating the pie for 40 years. Right? It's not a protein hole. It's a cake hole. I'm like, oh my gosh. Right? It's like, no. Turn it to what you want. Like, right? So that's the piece. That's what I tell people. So if you want a workout program, don't come to me. Can, right? can I share a story about yes. nutrition? Uh, so I used to get bladder infections and kidney infections like every month. And like, I'm talking, I have to go to the fucking doctor every month to get antibiotics. It was absolutely horrible. I changed my diet. I went fully, I actually went fully raw vegan and to the extreme, like, or I was almost like I drank smoothies all day long, but I was in so much pain Mm -hmm. and I needed my body to be more alkaline. So I knew that if I gave it alkaline foods, that it would help to remove that acidity and I would be more healthy. It worked for me for some time, but I couldn't sustain it Mm -hmm. because my body needed more. So I started um, implementing more uh, food back into my diet. But then I got sick again and I ended up in the hospital and had my uh, gallbladder removed. So it was my gallbladder that was producing too much bile and making my blood acidic. So that, that, that was the reason why I had to eat more alkaline foods so that my blood would be more alkaline. So it's interesting. As soon as my gallbladder was gone, I could eat whatever I wanted and my mind was better. Because when your blood is toxic or when there's something going on physically, health-wise, your mind isn't right. You know what I mean? Like your mind is totally toxic as well. Your inside's toxic. Your yeah. mind is toxic. As soon as the gallbladder was gone, I started to get more clarity. I could eat the things that like I wanted to and enjoyed. And unlike I learned uh, like different ways of eating through wanting to be more alkaline. So I, I really discovered new, new foods and new food groups. And it was mm-hmm. great. 
but it was that it, it was that discovery that when I was unhealthy in my body, that there was something going on, and that uh, connection to my mind. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, okay, I don't know. I just I, that story still I have still have a lot of like stigma because I went through so much with my mind being really fucked up because of of what my body was doing to me. Mm-hmm. So that connection is true. Like that's truth. Yeah. Right. It's a big circle. It's right? a big circle. And it can go either way. It goes either way. Totally. Right. So we could we circle back and we mm-hmm. go around and it's and for every single person, that's the confusion out there. That's right. Is people need to take a step back and be like, what works for me? Mm-hmm. Mm. One of the other things that I do, shameless plug for me here, <laughs> <laughs> is I look at people's DNA. What is your blueprint? What is the carbs that you get dealt, right? So your nutrition DNA. How well do you metabolize carbohydrate? How well are you set up to metabolize protein? How well are you set up Mm. to metabolize saturated or unsaturated or monosaturated fats? What does your blueprint say? Mm. And if you can just start in small little places, Mm. and that's, that's, that's a big deal that it helps. But always approach it, and like you guys have said, like your mind has to be in it as well. Because if you don't work on that, yeah, you can, you can change your food. You can be on every diet known to mankind for twenty years. It's not, yeah, it's not sustainable. It is not sustainable because your mind's not in it. I can't tell you how many last suppers I've had. <laughs> right? Well, Mondays will be a new day. Yeah, a lot Sunday of like, last suppers. Seven times a year, there's been like a big blowout. Like right? the last couple of years, so prior to that, well, I'm just gonna have whatever I want. <laughs> Do you feel like there's something like, so when you, when you're saying that to me, do you feel like there's something that was just like, you were going to miss out? Like, what was the reasoning behind having the last suppers? I'm always curious. Yeah, it's interesting. Do you know what's interesting? I talked to my siblings about this a few weeks ago and it was about, um, it was, uh, about, we had, there's four of us and two of us are, I'm going to quote unquote, uh, motivated by food. (laughs) Two of us, not so much. We all love food. We all enjoy great food whatever and whatever average food too but the the two of us out of the four will eat our meals and when we're done we're done but the other two of us like like not like no longer being hungry has nothing to do with whether we continue eating or not yeah so so I don't so I don't know like the last supper means because it was like I'm gonna have all this now so that I'm gonna tomorrow I'm gonna start and the rest of my life I'm gonna be eating healthier which I've done that like not in the last two years, it's been much better. But prior to that, I did that for 46 years. I'm like, why is this going to be any different this time? But for some reason, it was a little bit of permission because Monday's another day. And right. Just, yeah, I, I honestly week. don't know what the motivation was. Right. Probably, oh, I can never have it again because I'm going to change my life so much. That's right. probably what it was. Right. Which yeah. I should have known better because it didn't happen ever before. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it, that seems like that seems like everybody's experience, right? I'm just going to go crazy, and I'm that's, I'm never going to get to eat this again. And so that's the experience for people is we go on these crazy binges and um, we need to find ways to be able to eat food that we enjoy that actually works for our bodies. So Cindy, we would love to hear what you think the mind-body connection means. What does it mean to you? Well, that's a loaded question. Yes, I know. (laughs) (laughs) It's a big question. It's a loaded question. There's a lot of stuff that goes... Um, I could probably sit here and talk for the rest of the afternoon about it. Um, but until we get our mind on board, yes, the body's not going to come on board. And we can do, in my opinion, we can do every diet under the sun, but it will never be sustainable and it will never be manageable until we get our our mind in the same, our mind and body connection 
the goal is self-love. Yes. Right? We want to eat for health and wellness. We want to eat because we love ourselves. Right? We need, we want our conscious mind on board. We want our subconscious mind on board. We want everybody in harmony. Mm-hmm. And that's what it means. And it looks like something different for every single person. Mm-hmm. There's no one plan for everybody. Which is the beautiful thing, too, I think. Yeah. Every, we're all unique. We're all individuals. And everybody needs their own individual, unique mm-hmm. way that works for them. Mm-hmm. And to be comfortable with it and be like, this is, this is, this is me. This is how I eat. So do you have any advice on what could be the first step somebody would take if they were wanting to go down this path of creating that mind-body connection? What could be the first thing that somebody could start with if they are completely new to this? Well, I always say drink more water. Yeah. Perfect. I love it. (laughs) And the second thing I say is become aware because awareness is the key for anything. So my tip is to start keeping a journal, start keeping a food journal and the, you know, it seems daunting at first because you're like, shit, one more thing in my day that I need to do. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, and at the same time, it becomes, um, it becomes a lifeline because you can literally go back and be, today I felt shitty and two days ago I ate all that Halloween candy or today I felt super awesome and the last day and a half I ate some bison and salad and had my smoothie in the morning or whatever you're, whatever you're doing for your nutrition. But if you track it and you track how you feel... So the intention is not to count calories or anything like that. It is basically to track the food you eat versus how you feel after you're eating some food. I love it. Become aware of what you're actually doing. Because it's like anything. If you're not aware, you don't know what's going on. You can't move forward if you don't actually know where you actually are for real. With anything. Finances, relationships, like... Anything, health, wellness, we need to know and become aware where are we actually at. And what makes your body feel good and what doesn't. Exactly. That would yeah. be kind of a cool thing exactly. to journal too. It's yeah. like what you've eaten and then how you felt maybe an hour later. It can manifest up to 72 hours yeah. later. Oh, wow. So you don't, oh, geez. Yeah. Okay. So if I you're not putting it out, if you're not writing it down and you're actually keeping it for a week, I, I get my clients to do it for a week straight and then we go back and there's a pattern we'll set up. And if you, if you really want to like dial it in, when did I go to the bathroom? What did my poop look like? We could have a whole nother <laughs> podcast on poop. It's a big deal. <laughs> How much sleep did I get? Did I get eight hours of restful sleep? You know, what exactly is happening? Like, look at the whole picture. Because if you don't have the whole picture, how are you going to change the whole picture? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm going to go on a diet. Well, that's not going to work, right? Yeah. We know it. So my long answer is keep a journal. So a question. Sure. Ask you? When you're talking about the journal, are you talking about, like, initially doing a journal of exactly what you're currently doing and not making any changes? Yeah. Don't so make that any- you as a coach gets the information and the person is really aware of what they're doing and making changes after possibly after you've done that. Yeah. Just crossing that culture. What do you think then? Yeah, exactly. Right where you are. And just exactly. I ate Doritos today. I went to McDonald's. I had Starbucks. I had a latte. I had a Frappuccino. But I made a healthy decision. I had a protein box. Whatever it is, just right where... Your starting point. Yeah, where are you at? Become aware of right where you're at. And that's like all of you guys as coaches, you know, when you're coaching Mm -hmm. people you got to figure out where they're at. Mm-hmm. How do you move forward if you don't even know where mm-hmm. you're starting from? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Right? Where, where's the destination? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Totally. So that's great advice. Yeah. That's my long word. I love answer. it. Thank <laughs> you. Yeah. Thank you. It's so called food for thought. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
or wine for thought. Or yes, whatever that is for you. Yeah, wine for thought, food for thought, jelly beans, Doritos, whatever works for right? you. Right? Yeah, whatever works for you. Exactly. But let me know how you feel after you eat those. Yeah. Exactly. And that's that's exactly what it yeah. is. Let me know how do you feel, right? Because that's our. It's like anything. How do you feel? Do you feel good or do you feel, feel shitty? Do you feel foggy? Do you hate everyone equally? You know, like, are you happy? And and you notice things like are my periods good? Because if you you know is is you know. It, is this month worse because I ate shitty because I didn't feel, you know, like there's so many things that play into yeah. it. When you start recording it down, you're like, oh, here's the roadmap. Mm-hmm. Okay, so a block that I find for myself in healthy eating is uh, the word salad. But I think that's what the stigma is around like healthy eating is for you to just grab eat a salad. bag salad or, you know, you like a salad and and that's what you eat. You know what's funny? You can go to a restaurant and look at their menu like order their salad or their burger and fries. And if one's counting calories, the salad can actually be 10 times worse. But it depends on what it's made with and how it's like whatever. Obviously, that's your expertise. But I'm just thinking like before when I used to count calories, I'd be like the salad is like, oh, I always have to have that. But it didn't, but you get the dressing work. on the side, right? Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Get your fork into it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's, great. it's just figure out what works for you mm-hmm. and do that. So I think it's nice to be able to get out of that like stigma because me, I'm so stuck in it, right? I'm so stuck in that I need to eat this way because that's how I've been told, maybe through magazines or Pinterest posts, whatever the case may be, that if I'm not eating that way, then I'm not being healthy. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's great to know that that's not true. It's not true. And and that I can eat for what feels good for me and what's right for my body. And only you can figure that out. Yeah. And that's why we have coaches to coach you to help you to figure out your shit. Well, and, the, and we're, it's the <laughs> yeah. awareness piece, like you said. It's the awareness. Well, I really feel like in the last couple of years, really focusing on the work that I do has, you know, made that easier. Like you're saying, having your mind feeling better, your body does just start feeling better. You start craving the things that are good for you. And yeah, it does. It makes a huge, huge difference. Completely. You don't yeah. feel the need to sort of fill that so-called void with a Twix bar or a whatever else right. because the voids aren't there as much. Yep. We get calorie dense, but we don't get nutrient dense. Mm. Huge mm. difference. Yeah. When eating food that's good for you and nutrient dense, your body's like, oh, this is awesome. I feel mm. good. I feel healthy. I know what to do. Mm. All the systems are working. When we're calorie full, body's like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. I need something. Mm-hmm. and it might be going I need vitamin A and potassium and zinc and chloride but you're like I need a Twix bar yeah, yeah. <laughs> and all it's creating is just nutrients just right? the nutrients exactly but it, yeah you just yeah. keep going for the sugars or whatever else. I remember yeah. having a lot of guilt around because being a vegan I had a lot of guilt around craving chicken I wanted chicken so freaking bad. My body was just like screaming for it. Mm-hmm. And this is when I was pregnant with Willow, my daughter. And I had to I had to go off the vegan wagon. And I got a chicken burger. You know, and I freaking savored the crap out of it. And it felt so effing good. But my conscience was like, shit, I just killed I just killed that chicken and it was brutally, you know what I mean? That was brutal, you know, and I'm, I'm a horrible person, but now I actually really love going to like, I, I love living in Abbotsford because I can go to the farm mm. and I can pick my chicken and I give it a little bit of like love and it's like, hey, you know, you, you, hey, daddy. I really enjoy you. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about like nutrients and how your body is craving a certain something. It wasn't craving a chocolate bar. It was craving that protein. Yeah. And I don't, I don't eat beef and I don't eat pork and I, I, I just eat 
winged things. I want to see my turkey meet my turkey, give it a handshake. You know what I mean? But I, <laughs> but I needed that. My body needed that. And listened. I needed, and, and it was when I actually listened, that's when it was like, I could, this feel feels better. good. I feel uh, better. Yeah. I'm just nodding my head like crazy with yeah. you. And your body was saying, hey, you're actually building another body here. We, this, we need yeah. this stuff need to, this. To, to make mm-hmm. this happen. I hear you. And we don't want to be <laughs> con- too controversial because we understand why there are vegans in the world. Oh, and we right. love Absolutely. you. Love the yeah. fuck it's out of It's all about all of the different choose what choices and you're making with food. And what feels good. good. And what feels good. Yeah. That's the bottom line. What feels good to you. As long as you're healthy. I love that. What feels good for you. Good mantra. Yeah. And there's something to be said for two, especially speaking like the ancestral stuff. You know, what? where does your ancestors come from? What mm. is in your genes? What's in your genetic makeup as far as... Some people can drink dairy. Most of the planet has a hard time yeah. with it. But mm-hmm. some people, if you're going to drink whole real milk, some people can tolerate it. Some people, you know... And it, de- it really yeah. depends on where you came from. You know, what is your, what's your ancestors? Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. We're going to wrap this up now. This was so awesome, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> so... Thank you so much for listening, Connections. And thank you again to our sponsor, Nude Vodka Soda. If you're still with us and have hung in till the end of this cast, you're officially connected. Head on over to unapologeticconnections.com to read more about us and put some names to faces. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us an honest review. Our agency stands for a lot of things, but most of all, real truth and real connection. So thank you for connecting with us. And thank you guys for sharing all your stuff with me today. It was amazing. Awesome. Thank you. Until next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.